0: The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Just dial it up like it's being like he's being asked a different question. Reggie wants to know why would he tell you if Fields is playing or not? Let the Raiders prepare for it. He shouldn't tell you. No, I I I get it. I, I but 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 if, but if he's out for four weeks, then, or if he needs surgery, right, then that'd be a different issue. Look, I get it. I'm not asking you to. I'm not asking you to divulge any secrets. My guess is, though, not being a doctor, is that this will keep him out, not just this week, but maybe a little bit longer, unless he's got miracle healing powers, which he may. Some guys heal quicker than others. I just, again, throwing hand, dislocated thumb. Like, that
1: sounds bad to me. Uh, this is WMVP Chicago ESPN 1000 and WSHE HD2 Chicago. You, should I take Liam? Sometimes he's he, he's a little bit uh, what? He he's saying I owe him a pizza. I don't owe him Why a would pizza you him for a anything. Pizza, what'd
0: you do? Did you bet him a pizza? Right. What do I owe you a pizza, pizza. for,
2: <laughs> Liam? Yeah. What What's do that? I owe you a pizza for? Um, I'm on there, dude. Sylvie, I told you that Claypool was not um, gonna. Um, you know he was gonna be a bust, and you told me you didn't want to bet me money. You said you're gonna uh, buy me a pizza, yeah, and mean. I said I will give you twenty dollars. We, we never, never made that, never, when yes, did that happen. And when you, did that happen? And you said, "Will, I'm not gonna send you money. I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna do a pizza bet." So, and I always joke around with you. I said like, "Why?" Wow. <laughs>
0: Maybe we need to send him, like, I mean, send him some Connie, send him a gift, a gift card. Or I need you know, sure? no. to up out
2: with I'm going to swim by right downtown. I think I have a meeting uh, there in um, a couple of weeks before Thanksgiving, so I'm going to sit down and talk to you. But, you know, like, honestly, <laughs> what you guys. I You're going to sit down that.
1: and talk with me.
2: Yeah, dude, I have to set you straight, you know? Maybe put you in a diet, you know? Because you, you know, like, you you have a stomach problem sometimes, you know. I have a what problem? <laughs> stomach problems. You know, digestion. I know I, I I, I that's do. I yeah, that's me. I have the digestion. <laughs> no, well, you know what? I'm sorry, Waddle. Well, too, the last time I called, I didn't say hi to you or anything. That's I totally was a little cool. bit nervous. Totally cool. Yeah. I'm sorry, dude. You you yep. you know you're my guy. I met you guys in person too, so you know exactly who you're talking to. So you know, uh, no, but it, I mean, it, this is a disaster. From um, from day one, this I, we already knew this uh, Bears team was gonna be bad, and we're all suckers, and we buy into it, and we want J- J- want to be, um, you know, a quarterback for the future. You know, we we, we want this the whole time. Um, so, you know, I, I only seen I never seen a quarterback um, in my life cheering for the for. Um, for the Bears, I've never seen anybody like Jake Goddard, light it up, but um, you know, sometimes like, we never had anything going well. And, uh, you know, living in Chicago and cheering for the Bears. Um, <clears throat> and actually comes to the question how, how many quarterbacks are in the NFL, Waddle? 96 quarterbacks, right? Every, uh, uh, team a, three a, quarterback?
0: Give or take a few, probably.
1: Is it 90? Every team has three? Is that what you would say? I would assume, I'd let Liam go, but By the way, way, I way
0: too, I don't know, but probably, yeah.
1: You can't uh, now. You know who I do owe a uh, pizza to is um, who's the Bucks fan uh, that we have? Um, Travis Wacker. Well, who? Travis Wacker. No, Travis. no, not, not Milwaukee Bucks. Tampa Bay. Okay. I owe yeah. Wayne a, a pizza. Yeah, I owe Wayne a pizza. I, I keep track of who I owe
0: pizzas to. Do you have, like, a little pizza ledger I over did. there?
1: I, I, I don't take this lightly. You can't just call up did and say, pizza? I owe, oh, yeah, like, I owe you pizza. I remember who I bet. You know, I think I owe C. Red Fred like some sort of a tour. Of
0: the house? Of, no, not my house. You
1: know, I'm not that Didn't crazy. He, did
0: he ever buy the jerseys from you? Yes. He yeah, did? Yes. All right. Jerseys. Did he give you, like, Venmo you or whatever? Yes. Wow. Yes. Stand-up guy. Yeah, very. He's going to be annoying us sometime soon, isn't he? So he's gonna, he gets,
1: like, a behind-the-scenes uh, of the, the studio upstairs. Really? Yeah.
0: He seems to be, like, a
1: nice, he's nice a, guy. He's a, a fantastic guy. guy. Yeah. He's just annoying on Twitter and when he calls in sometimes. Right. But he's a super guy. He's a sweetheart
0: of well, a guy. You know what? Like, I would say what we need to do... We want to maintain our relationship with him. He's got to stop with the Red Leviathan thing. Yes. He, there I know needs... it's a bit, but we got to put that, we got to tuck He's that piece away. and bed. Desist, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if we're going to have a, continue to have a relationship with C-Red Fred. Parameters. We Yeah, we need to tuck away the Red Leviathan conversation.
3: Mind you, previously, we've, we got the 30, we,
0: we're, we hey.
1: Hello? Did you no. Hello? Hello? Uh, I was just wanting to hear what you were saying. Uh, is it uh, Cordero? Uh, Cordell? Cordell. Cordell. Yeah. What were you doing? Uh, were you but, doing your own radio show there?
3: I actually am. I actually was. I, I have a. I, I'm, I'm Uber or Lyft doing Lyft as we speak. Oh, and I have you a young lady in the car. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And we were talking who, about the Bears. Who and, are you,
1: uh, Cordell? Who are you uh, driving right now? Can I ask uh, your passenger what her name is? It's up to her.
4: I will remain anonymous. Okay, she's
1: anonymous. Okay. Is she a Bears fan? <laughs> no, I'm
4: not. No, she's not a
1: Bears fan. What are you a fan of? Uh,
5: well, since I'm close to home, I'll now disclose this. I'm a shareholder of the Packers. Born and
3: born and raised. Oh, oh she gotta yes. get out right now. Oh, get
0: out! She gotta of my get out ankle. right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, realize, you realize that's a worthless piece of paper, don't you?
3: Oh, everyone likes to tell me that. I, everyone says that. But you know <laughs> what?
5: I will just say that my team speaks for itself. Oh,
2: that's fair. That's like fair. Fans are loyal, but sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah.
1: I, I, I got to tell you, um, I don't know if you know, but Cordell is one of the most famous Uber Lyft drivers in the Chicagoland area. And he deserves five stars. Yes. And he deserves at least a 40% tip.
3: Oh, wow. Okay. I, I'll uh, take that into
0: consideration. Okay. <laughs> you, must clean up, you must clean up all of the dust from the cheese curds that you probably yes, yes. consumed in the backseat. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Are you, a, Cornell, are you allowed to speak
1: now on a radio show while of you have course. a passenger uh, in the car? Of course. Of course. She's a good
3: sport. About it.
1: Okay, good. She's a good
3: sport. About it. Now, um. I was listening to the cap show this morning, man, and um, we were talking about some of the games that he he's had and where Justin. Because I'm a, I'm a big Justin Fields guy, man, and I, I want to see him thrive, right? And what yesterday he did, you know, what I'm saying through pre snap, the first play of the game. Thank you. Have a good one. Go
0: pack up. No <laughs> boo. hope you lose the rest right. of your games this year. Jordan Love stinks.
3: <laughs> right, he does. He does. <laughs> Now, you know what I'm saying? As, as, as a professional, right, you have to see pre-snap. You see five guys on the line. You're in an empty, in an empty set. And you sucks. see six six guys coming. Justin, roll yourself out. And I think, you know, we can definitely put some blame on um, um, Getzy. You have to let take the gloves off some so he can actually thrive in the system that's fit for him because he should see that as a professional. You can't get killed on the first play. Like, I mean, I'm sitting there watching and I'm like, God damn, oh, you know what I'm saying? Excuse yeah. my language, yeah. but I'm like, Oh my goodness. And the thing is, I, I want to wait to the end of the season and assess everything fully. And hopefully, you know, I, I would love to keep Justin. And I know, you know, it, it's, it's going to be hit or miss, you know, depending on this injury and how he plays the rest of the way. And the thing will be hard for him because if they have another tanking season, he's going to have a new a new coach and a new coordinator. Now he has to learn another playbook all over again. You know what I'm saying? Well, and- I,
0: like, I got to tell you, Cordell, I like the common sense approach of, listen, let's let this play out. We live in this world of, of coming to long-term conclusions in, in just a split second of time. You may feel like you're leaning to one way or another, but things can change over the course of a season. Every week is almost like a season unto itself in the National Football League. So I would tell everybody to be patient and, and let the season unfold and then evaluate it at the end of, of that time. Um, at this particular moment, I, I the situation doesn't look good. It just doesn't. Like if Justin is going to miss significant time... Hopefully not. Hopefully he can get back out there. But when he does come back out there, is he going to be limited? Like the evaluation process this this year.
1: Will this hurt him in the evaluation process playing with a bum
0: thumb? How can it not? Or if he misses time, let's say he misses three or four weeks. That's definitely not going to help him in terms of the evaluation. That's just reality. That's open-minded reality.
1: And then is he going to rush back when it's not quite healed? Eddie Jackson rushed back.
0: And played he, what, he, a series, it, maybe you were two?
1: right, with like 20 plays,
0: I think he played. So, uh, look, I, I've tried to preach patience over the course of the entire season for the evaluation process and for him to convince them that he is their long-term answer. Any time out, especially after what we saw in the first you know, half yesterday, isn't going to help him.
1: Ray in uh, San Antonio, Texas. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Ray?
6: What's going on, gentlemen? Hey, Ray. Hey,
2: Ray.
6: So, uh, it doesn't matter who... It doesn't matter if the Bears tank the rest of the season and end up with the overall pick, either with our pick or Carolina's first pick. uh, Until we get competent people... Coaching the offense, we're going to be right back to where we were uh, since I can remember. We haven't had a good quarterback play. We haven't had good comp. We had great, or we had very good coaching with 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 Lovey. Haven't had it since then. We we don't wait and long enough to see how things play out. So I'm 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 with y'all. Let Justin. We got them till to what next year, and before we have to pick up the fifth year option. Is that correct? Yeah,
0: yeah. They'll make a decision at the end of this year. I mean, I feel really strongly about that.
6: Well, even if it, so, let's say they 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 don't make the decision by the end of this year, but they know they ha they're going to have to soon. Why not pick up whoever is the best quarterback in 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 the draft to their evaluation? And play it out. But as long as we keep, keep as long as we continue, this ineptitude of coaching, of picking people who don't know what they're doing, I get it. That's how people get, 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 their, get their start. You know, you got to start somewhere. But how many times are we gonna pick you got to start somebody who's got to start somewhere and then three, four years, five years down the line. Oh, goodbye. No, Hell, didn't even have three years. He was gone no, within
0: right. one season. Well, I also feel strongly that if, for whatever reason, this team ends up with a top three or four pick of their own, not even telling you, you know, not even connecting the dots to the Carolina pick, if they're resetting, they're going to reset with an entirely new staff. Yes, I mean, the, like the odds of them, if this team goes four and 13, 5 and twelve. And they're in the process of resetting again. You just can't bring The likelihood of keeping the coaching staff here you is just, just nil. No. No. I mean, so you're going to be... Let, in- me, let me ask you all this.
1: Yeah.
6: Who would... So who would you think would be someone to go? Because I know Jim... I know the, the, the Bears have been linked... Or Jim Harbaugh has been linked to, to, to the Bears for a while... But last I heard he wanted like full control, Bill Belichick style, well I'm the GM, I'm the coach. And I don't think the Chicago Bears will go for that. Right. Then again, I'm just a fan. I, I don't know. It would I don't think interesting they will be what they're thinking. I don't think they would either. But who, who do you think would, would be in the in the run for it then?
1: Yeah, I've I've been very vocal. Look, I'm I'm open to Jim Harbaugh and if he wants to come home and if they could make it work in some way, shape or form I'm for it. I, I think the best way to go is Ben Johnson. I've said it. What he has done with the Lions and the way with that personnel, he has called plays with that quarterback. Um, and you, you, you have your offensive staff lined up. And then with one of the coaches who will get fired, you, one of the head coaches, and there are going to be a few in my estimation, who are head coaches with defensive backgrounds, You hire one of those guys as your DC, so they have. Now you have a DC who has had coaching experience, and he is now one of your DC. Like it's like Mike McDaniel's right now has Vic Fangio. Mike McDaniel has Vic Fangio as his DC. So you have a a a proven coaching commodity in your defensive coordinator, and you have a really really smart offensive guy as your head
0: coach.
6: How would you all feel about Greg Roman? cuz I know he did pretty good with Lamar Jackson. Uh, well prior
0: to that he was on on Harbaugh staff in San Francisco. Right, San Francisco right. and was
6: He's Colin not even Knicks.
0: yeah he's, he's OC. He, I don't even know if he's coaching. Right I'm here. not sure. I don't know where he's at either. I don't think
6: he
1: is. So but I am not sure. But I yeah, I don't think he'd be a commodity as far as a head coach right now. I think he's kind of out of on on that regard as far as a head coaching candidate.
6: Well, I mean it I find it extremely funny that all of a sudden um not funny haha but funny uh conveniently that the defense has turned a page and has now actually looked like they're actually starting to buy in into Everflues. And now they're actually playing harder. The last three games, they played pretty good or a lot better than they did the first three.
0: They played better against Washington and then they played well yesterday. But look, I don't know what it is. I, I, the game plan is different, too. Which I, Listen, this is the way it's supposed to go. When things aren't working the way that you origi- originally lay them out, you need to make adjustments. And finally, there was some flexibility with Eberflus as a defensive coordinator. And they were aggressive yesterday on the lakefront as well. It wasn't just your standard only rushing four and dropping seven every single play. They were bringing guys. I thought their linebackers was the best game that Edmonds and um, Edwards Edwards had played all season long. For sure. I think Jalen Johnson came back and had a strong game. I saw uh, Kyler Gordon making some plays. So... I don't know whether or not it's buying in or not, but they're playing they, hard. They have and, some ta- right, they need to get they need the, get a better pass the, rush. The, the,
1: right, the, right. They need some defensive linemen. Raúl.
3: Hey,
6: Sylvie.
1: Yo, are you doing a show too, Raúl?
6: Oh, uh, you know what? Um, that was my daughter in the oh, car. What's, right? what's going on? First of all, hey, you guys are so freaking hilarious. You know, you have you have the the sensitivity you know the brother that couldn't breathe earlier you were very gracious with him and said you're making me uncomfortable um but you guys are freaking hilarious just one okay so over under who's going to go first fields or eberflus
0: i would think that they'll go at the same time if in fact there is changes I, I don't think uh I think
1: it will go Eberflus first because of Do you mean timing
0: wise. Yes because, because of the, the schedule r- right right yes. at,
1: right after the season is when that happens. Right. Okay. Personnel moves won't happen until after the league. So technically ends. yes. Yes,
0: from a timing perspective, yeah.
6: Man, Detroit is on top guys.
0: Doesn't feel <laughs> good, does the-
6: it? Hey, this is the lowest I think we've we've been. I've been um uh, my mom was going to take me to the hospital when on Monday night football when I had a fever of a 102 and they were playing Miami and I said mom they're going to come back back in 1985 86. I've been waiting for it so long and this is this is the lowest. Um so I I you know I don't know what to say. I think I think um, you're right. I
1: I Raul I think with all that we've been through over the last several years, with the Trestman, with, with Nagy stuff, with the Fox rebuild, with, with Ryan Pace and missing on the quarterback, that we are in the biggest valley of my lifetime. And I don't think it's close. I, I thought the 70s were bad, but we had sweetness. Um, I think when you look at the, the extended losing streaks, and even with a plan to rebuild, we knew it was going to be painful last year. I don't think anyone thought that it would be this bad this year. Oh, I was
0: fine with how things went last right. year I re- because I, I understood what the process was. But I remember sitting in this chair and frequently saying, my patient's level next year, meaning this year, is going to be significantly different than my patient's level this year, which was last year. There are expectations, even in year one of the rebuild, expectations for significant improvement. And we have not seen that in six games. Plenty of time to change the narrative, but so far, not so good. Justin and LaGrange, here on ESPN 1000.
1: What's
5: up, Justin? Hey, how's it going, guys? Can you hear me well? Yeah, yeah. perfect. All right, no problem. Glad I got really evil, evil flu um, <laughs> Check Check this out, fellas. This is one problem that I have noticed. You know, multiple times this season, and it was definitely apparent when Beijing came in yesterday. The check down, check out route, whatever they want to call it, the Bears need to call it a check in or check up because Justin Fields needs to get that pass sooner. Too many times he throws to the check down, and it's a guy right in his face, and it's too late. I would love to see, just like Tyler and a lot of other people show, You give it to those guys early, let them make their moves, they're athletic, they're fast, that opens up the middle of the field so we can throw those slants or we can get those nice play-action passes that we need. Secondly, uh, we got an opportunity here that, you know, it's very rare in the NFL. You actually get to build your team up in the draft under five years with the accumulation of picks that we have, you know, number one and two or whatever from Carolina. We can't mess up. We can't mess up this opportunity, even though we're the Bears. We gotta build our team, get multiple players for these guys or for these picks, and then, you know, work on getting the quarterback. Because if I'm, if I'm Ryan Pose, if you're telling me who I believe, Justin Fields is a smart guy. I don't think anybody questions, you know, his uh, ability to learn or to think or speak anything like that. If you're telling me this smart guy who has all the talent in the world. You can't coach or get to be better performing. You got to go as a staff. I need somebody who's like, look, this guy he can be this. We can make him this. Go get me Brock Bowers, a tight end who's not gonna hold the ball for dear life every time he catches it and not truck anybody at six six or whatever big colcom it is. That's crazy. Every time he catches the ball, he's holding it with two hands instead of getting the extra yardage. I don't understand that at all. But we got to. I just think we need to build a team through the draft and then let the quarterback stuff play out. This is a rare opportunity. I would love to see them make the right choice.
1: So wait, Justin, are you saying that even, like, I understand Justin is smart. Justin is a leader. But there's a difference between, like we've always said, being book smart and being street smart. If Justin is in the game and he's just not processing, even though he can identify it in film, if he's not identifying it in real time, and he's holding the ball for six seconds, and he's not getting rid of it when he needs to get rid of it.
0: How much of that are you putting on the coach?
1: Yeah, or, or like, why would you keep that player after 30-some games?
5: So, as an educator, and you guys can all you know, attest to this, it's, it's our job as leaders or, you know, coaches, whatever we want to be, to figure out the problem what a solution, right? We're supposed to be the problem solvers. So, if we understand that, you know, he's having that connection – problem where he's not it's just not transferring on the field why isn't it transferring on the field we have to figure that out that's our job as coaches or as an organization to figure out we can't keep getting these quarterbacks and letting them go because they don't perform the way we expect them to perform against our will of being able to
1: actually coach them up or isn't it sometimes some guys have it and some guys don't mitch didn't have yes. it maybe it Justin yes. doesn't but have it let me ask
5: you this let me ask you this: So, generational talent quarterback Caleb Williams, If we draft him and he goes through and not to say that you know every generational court player, no matter what sport wins, uh, that we're just saying that he's a generational talent. Not every generational talent wins that big ring, that big Super Bowl, whatever. Right. Uh, to take take the case with any sport. But if he does the same thing and he's not performing the way that we would like him to perform, at, at some point you got to say, okay, it's it's up. It's us from within. McCaskey's whoever sure. you want to be. It's us. And I just don't see anybody coming in and being exactly who we want them to be as lifelong Chicago Bears fans who need this. I definitely feel like we're going to have to loosen up. Yeah, we gave Justin Fields three years, but, you know, everybody sucks right now. It's not just him. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's fair. Look, it's fair on doing an internal study on why it continues to not be right.
0: Look, here. I mean I mean there's two basic elements to a lot of this in professional sports. You have to be good at identifying talent and then you have to develop that talent whether it's basketball, it's baseball, it's football, whatever it is. And I don't know if if it's more about the identifying part or the developing part, but the truth of the matter is is they haven't done a good enough job in both facets. Right. So they have they have failed over the course of many years in both categories
1: 312-332-3776 that's the phone number the good the bad the dirty there was a broadcast that i was shocked by absolutely shocked by I i have not that broadcast another broadcast this weekend that i was just absolutely floored by this weekend it makes my good bad dirty and it's coming up next
0: Businesses are successful when they control their bottom line. That's why more businesses across northern Illinois are partnering with the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program to save on energy costs. Learn more at comed.com slash poweringbiz.
4: Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. The good. It's gone! Oh my God! The bad.
7: That is so bad, that is absolutely brutal.
4: And the dirty. I'm talking about mess. Wow, so many stories are running through my head right
1: now. Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. That's right. It's the good, the bad, the dirty. It's brought to you by Finishing Chicago. Around the room we go. It, uh, Tyler is off, so we've got Jake Cantu in for him Cantu. today. And uh, Mellor is here. One thing good, one thing bad, one thing dirty. From the sports weekend, why don't, why don't you kick us off with your good?
0: My good is the uh, not just yesterday's performance, but the performance in the first five games they've played, but the defense for the Cleveland Browns. I believe the stat was that they have given up through five games the fewest yards in NFL history since like the 50s, sometime during the 50s. Yesterday against the 49ers, they gave up 215 yards and 17 points uh, for the year. They're giving up a total of 200.4 yards per game and 15.4 points per game. Their defense has been fantastic. Um, Contender? No. Because I don't believe their offense is... Although P.J. Walker, I think, was their quarterback yesterday that led them past the 49ers. He was. He did not play very well. No. Yeah, did he throw I,
1: two picks and no touchdowns, something like that? I have no yes. uh, I have no problem
0: waving him. That was a right move. No, I do not believe that they're a true... Um, I don't believe they're a true contender. I just don't think offensively they can do enough. They're three on three, uh, no, three and two on the season. They're a contender in the uh, the AL or the AL, the AFC North, the AL, uh, the the AL 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 East, the AL North. I just created my own baseball slash football division. Yeah. So my good is the Cleveland Brown defense. Maybe the AL Central they could compete in. Oh pretty much anybody no who's co- anyone yeah. who's competent the core compete the AL central us were, we could pick up five people on a street and go probably win yeah. a few games in that division.
1: Waddle, well, I got my uh, college football on this weekend? Did you? My good was uh, the Oregon Washington game. Very good. Very good right down to the wire there were some interesting coaching decisions there uh for Oregon allowing Washington to win this game uh but it was it was fun it was high scoring it was electric it's, it's exactly what a rivalry game should be. And it was it was a fun Saturday watching that game. It was delicious college football. Yeah, and, and I still like I know there was a lot of Caleb Williams hate. This will come in a little bit. Those two quarterbacks, Bo Nicks and Penix, they're still a, a a tier
0: below. I agree with the, you completely. the other guys. Yeah. I agree with you completely. I
1: know Penix is going to win Penix the Heisman, is, yes, right? He's the
0: favorite to win the Heisman. He's
1: going to win the Heisman, but I don't know. Maybe i will get proven wrong. But to me, he he's a very, very, very good college quarterback.
0: But, he was at was... Indiana first, right? Before he was at Indiana for four years. This is his second season at Washington. This is his sixth year in college football. I was I was
1: thoroughly entertained, though. I, I loved that football game. That was good. So that's my good.
8: <coughs> Mellor, what's your good? My good. So Waddle, you put the magnifying glass on the Browns' defense. I'm going to go ahead and put it on the Dolphins' offense, which most people are well aware of how good they are at this point. But they spotted the Carolina Panthers, a 14-0 lead. And there's a piece of good news, Bears fans. The Panthers were not up to the task as the Dolphins went ahead and won that game 42-21. And if you haven't noticed, right now, Tua is on pace for 5,300 passing yards and 40 passing touchdowns. Raheem Mostert is on pace for 32 touchdowns. Tyreek Hill is on pace to break the NFL record for receiving yards in the season. He's currently on pace for 2,306 receiving yards and 17 touchdowns. Mm. He's ridiculous, by the way. And if you didn't catch it, the touchdown he scored, he did a backflip. And then he proceeded to grab the, uh, or before he did the backflip, he grabbed a camera from an NFL Films guy in the end zone. Phone. It was yes. uh, his uh, cell phone. Yeah, cell phone. And then with the cell phone camera, he did a backflip selfie so that you could see the video of him scoring the touchdown and then doing the backflip. It was excellent. It was did they flag cool.
0: him for that? They
8: did. Yeah. They did.
0: Oh, really? I thought, yeah, I thought they flagged him just. I didn't see the other part. I Why? saw him do the
8: backflip, and I thought that Is that, that like was a it was little a harsh. Huge phone? They, I think they called him for taunting.
1: Why? Because it was a prop?
8: Yeah. You know how it is. But I don't uh, care. I loved it. It was yeah, awesome. It was fantastic. And the Dolphins offense is good. And at least the Bears had the Panthers pick. So that's good, too. There, there's some competition, though. There I'm, is. I, I'm going to be right.
1: some nervous with, a little nervous with New England and the Giants and Arizona and Denver. I, I think I Carolina is leading the pack in sneaking. Denver's pool. selling, they, they too, are. right now. I
4: know. Yeah. All right, go ahead, uh, Jake. All Would- right, my good is, it's pretty obvious for me. It's the Texas Rangers. They go out yesterday, Jordan Montgomery on the mound versus Justin Verlander, game one of the ALCS. ALCS, and they shut out the Astros 2-0, and they're on right now. They're up 5-1, uh, middle of the third. They just ran Valdez out, and it's looking good for them. My my baseball pants are going crazy right now. Your Your baseball pants. pants. (laughs) And I didn't think I'd be watching October baseball again because the last time the Rangers were in the ALCS... I was like twelve.
1: So is that against Toronto?
4: No, they were in the CS against Detroit, I think, in 2011. Okay, if I'm, if I'm Ryan,
1: Nolan Ryan running the show. Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah, he was, he was before he went to Houston, I believe, uh, and then ran the management there in the front office. But uh, they're up five-one right now. If they can go two-zero uh, and head back to Arlington for three games in the LCS, I'll be happy. And uh, we just got to be Houston.
1: You're from Dallas, for those who aren't yeah, aware. Correct. Yep.
0: Waddle, what's your bad? My bad was the clock management of the Giants yesterday, last night, rather, at the half. Awesome. At halftime, they had an opportunity with like eight seconds, I think, there was left. And they had no timeouts. So he, what Tyrod Taylor did was he checked to a run play. To a run play. That didn't get them into the end zone, and then they, the the so the time ran out, and they didn't even get three points. And wouldn't you know, at the end of the game, had they had those three points, it would have been fourteen to twelve at that point. And they were driving at the end of the game. They had another opportunity to win the game. Had they just managed the clock well at the end of the first half, all they would have had to do was hit a chip shot field goal and won the game, fifteen to fourteen. Like I said to you guys today, it was one of the worst Sundays of NFL football I've seen. And it wasn't just, uh, low scores, that's great defense. No. It was boneheaded coaching decisions and mistakes made all day long that made it bad football. You know what we need to talk about tomorrow is why. We need to
1: have that conversation. Why was it so bad? Well, is there a reason why there's a lot of bad football? Are our team's not practicing enough. Don't know. We can talk about it at some other time. Yeah, I think it's yesterday
0: a, it, was like I'll never ever not watch a Sunday full of football, which is amazing. But I'm just telling you, they like it was pretty bad meals, yesterday. and you'll keep going back. Yes, yeah, I will order again. Never no, round. It wasn't a hair in my salad. There was hairs in my salad, <laughs> and not only did I eat all of it, I then ordered, ordered another dinner. One. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Um and
1: Mike Tariko was very good criticizing them right before that. He's like that's yeah. awful. That's horrible. He, like he was like a play by play guy usually doesn't do that. And then
0: Brian Tables throwing his headset yeah. and then telling Melissa Stark he won't do the interview because he couldn't collect himself. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He's had a difficult season this year yeah. after being the I believe he was the NFL coach
1: of the year last year, yeah. wasn't he? Yes, he was. Uh and I like Dable. I don't know what's going on with NBC Sound with Comcast. Oh, they God. need to fix it. I don't know what's going on if it's just a Chicago thing. I had Notre Dame issues, and that's where I'm going to because it didn't start right away for me at Notre Dame. And I wish it would have. I haven't listened to Notre Dame football with the sound on on their NBC broadcast cuz I I I think Notre Dame games earlier this year wasn't this crew. I think I had different crews, and I I read it in Awful Announcing. There have been many, many broadcasters who are sons of broadcasters who are good and who get jobs because they're the sons of broadcasters. Joe Buck's a good example. Tom Brenneman's another example. The the carries and the generations of carries are examples. Noah Eagle, now another example. Lots of them, lots of them and and Jack Collinsworth is is awful. He is it, it is the worst major league broadcast I have ever heard and it is not hyperbole. That shouldn't be that should be a high school broadcast what I heard on Sunday on Saturday on NBC. It was so bad for the USC Notre Dame game. The only reason he is doing that game is because he's Chris Collinsworth's kid. It's fine if you're Joe Buck because Joe Buck is great. Jack Collinsworth does not deserve that microphone and NBC should be ashamed of itself uh, for giving him the microphone. He doesn't deserve it for Sunday Night Football. He doesn't deserve it for Notre Dame football. And it, it's just a, a an awful broadcast. Shame on NBC. My bad is the broadcast of Notre Dame and USC.
0: Paul Burmeister, I think, had that job as, as for a while and should have kept it. He's very good. Well, yeah, he is ten times the broadcaster.
1: Like, maybe Jack will be good one day. Maybe. But he has not been given the experience that he should be given to get to that job one day. And and people have let him down simply because of the last
8: name. And it's no favor to him. What do you got, Miller? My bad is the White Sox decision to give Chris Goetz the general, mon- general manager gig. Early in the process before the season wrapped up and how much worse it looks today when Kim Ng, who is the first female general manager in baseball, who led the Miami Marlins to their first playoff berth in a 162 game season since 2003. She's the first GM who was able to do that. Of course, the Marlins made it back in 2020 during the COVID season. But we all know that was kind of a weird circumstance ever, nevertheless. Kimming is now available as a general manager. She's out in the open market. There's been discussions that the New York Yankees may actually hire her. And it certainly would have been nice if the Chicago White Sox at least would have held the position open to interview some more qualified candidates just to see what's out there and available. And it would have been crazy because you would have had someone who actually knows the inner workings of your organization because she's worked in the White White Sox front office in the past. Nevertheless, the White Sox chose to fill their position almost immediately without actually conducting a search. And thus, they now look even worse for having knee-jerk reacted and hired Chris Getz almost immediately. No interview process.
1: But, But it's par for what Jerry has done in the past. What do you got, Jake?
4: my bad. I'm going to go back to the bad NFL play this week. Uh, It's the 49ers kicker, Jake Moody. So before this week, he was 9-for-9 on field goals with a long of 57 yards, 20-for-20 on extra points. He goes out and misses two field goals this uh, game against the uh, Cleveland Browns yesterday in which they lost and suffered their first loss of the season. He has a chance for a game-winning field goal, 41 yards out, and just misses it. That poor kid. He was drafted, I think, too. He was a draft drafted kick last year. Third round. Third round pick. So you got a Michigan? I think so, yeah. Is Michigan? Michigan State? I thought it was Michigan. Okay. Yeah, but, knew, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jake Moody. And I think I, I saw it, too. His whole family was there seeing the game in Cleveland. Took a little selfie uh, with his family on the field, and uh, he put that out. Lost a game-winning field goal.
1: Yeah, uh, Robbie was great, but he had a falling out with them. At least
0: the general manager. That was a game that the 49ers should have won. As bad as Brock Purdy played, he was able to kind of put it back together for that drive, put them in field goal range, and then that's a kick that's got to be made. What's your dirty really quick? Uh, my dirty was, if you watched the early game, the Ravens were playing the, uh, the Titans. Kyle Hamilton, Ravens safety, did his best Brandon Merriweather imitation, launched himself oh. helmet to helmet. It completely knocked out Chris Moore, Titans wide receiver. I thought it was a vicious hit. It was one of those that the, that, will be the, that will be the example that the league uses to say this is completely unacceptable. He was kicked out of the game for it, and rightfully so. Will he be suspended? Uh, maybe, or, or maybe they'll say that the being kicked out of the game was, and a big fine will be enough, but I'm, I'm not sure. It was vicious. It was awful. My dirty is, I don't know how Aaron
1: Rodgers is walking and throwing already. What's going on? Is he coming back this year? He said he may. I mean like usually the ayahuasca. I've heard I heard Greeny talking about it this morning. Usually guys who go through this Achilles surgery are you they're usually in a cast still at this time. At least on crutches still at this time. Is he superhuman? Well, no, he's not. Okay. But this was a new procedure, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. It wasn't I, a complete I thought, well, no, I thought he, like, was doing a, a different type of procedure, possibly.
8: Yeah, Sylvie's right. It was a newer... A newer Achilles mm, surgery? Correct. And I think, I don't know if Cam Akers had the same one or if they've actually done more, To But remember, Cam Akers came back when he suffered the Achilles injury um, in the same season that he had it, so... You never know. And he's
0: a running back. Correct.
1: Yeah. So,
8: like... It's, it's not... Ne- not yeah. Maybe
0: end of December, maybe mid-December. So, Cam Akers came back in the same year?
1: He
8: did. He he, he Yeah, his Achilles injury in, like, August, and then he was back playing okay. in the playoffs. So, it was
0: before the season kicked off.
8: Correct. But he okay. but he came back in the playoffs for the Rams.
0: Yeah, this, that would, this would be even
1: more right. impressive. And, if then, Rogers... and then if he does it, like, are you putting yourself at risk for your career? Are you putting yourself at risk for next year? Like, how much do you want to try to push it if they do make the playoffs or if they're on a playoff push? It's incredible, though. Yeah, it's my it dirty. Is. When I saw it, I could not believe it.
8: So wrap us up, boys. What do you got? So uh, similarly, uh, Robert Sala yesterday in his postgame press conference, for those who missed it, after the Jets beat the Eagles and now uh, there are no more undefeated teams across the NFL, Robert Sala talked about how they their defense has faced some. Dif- they've 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 run the, the the gauntlet, but they've embarrassed every single one of the quarterbacks they've placed. Now, yeah, they've played some really good quarterbacks. I just thought it was an odd choice by Robert Sala to talk about embarrassing his opponent. I don't know if that's the tact I would have taken, but hey, kudos to him for uh, having was the stones to do wasn't he? it. yeah, they're three and three with he, Zach Wilson he, at
1: the
4: helm. He's not a robot. This is I true. Like that.
1: What do you got, right. uh, Jay?
4: My dirty is I'm going to do another broadcast thing because, again, I've been watching baseball all weekend. I've been watching the Phillies, uh, the Diamondbacks, which um, no, will we'll play game one tonight. And it's the ump cam with Fox. I can't stand when they go to the ump cam, which literally it is it is what it is. The ump wears it uh, on his chest or on his head, or above on the mask or something. And they go to it when it's uh, supposed to be a strikeout. And it, it, the camera quality is horrible. It's shaky. And if there is a strikeout, you don't see anything because the ump obviously is going to turn to his right, or le, or his right to, to uh, call the strike. It's horrible for, for viewing. I, I, I can't stand um, the ump cam. cam. Huh? Um, the cam. ump okay. cam. It's no, dirty. Cam. I don't like it. And uh, get rid of it, please. Get rid of it with Jack. All right. Sounds
1: yes. good. Uh, there you go. The good, the bad, the dirty brought to you by Finishing Chicago. Your Bears phone calls are coming up. An update on Justin Fields next Waddle and Sylvie. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app.
7: Play fake, pressure coming. Avoids boy's ball is chopped out of his hands. Floating on the field is losing. The Vikings pick it up. Down the sideline, it's Hicks to the 20, to the 10, to the 5, and an end zone touchdown. Wow. Try to avoid the late pressure. Chopped out of his hands and Jordan Hicks, who had the interception of Justin Fields. Now a fumble return, touchdown, and expands the Minnesota lead to 18-6. to Eye formation, blasting him ahead of Foreman, Bajet under center, brings Komet in motion. little push-push from Komet on Tyson Bajet. No call yet. Big pileup! My goodness, he only had a half a yard to go. Come on, throw him up! That's right, Sarah Thomas taking care of business. Touchdown! Touchdown Bears! Seven forty-six to go. Tyson Bajet, the rookie out of Shepherd, undrafted, makes this football team impresses in the preseason and just leads a drive where he went four of four. And gets the Bears' first touchdown of the day. First and ten. Oh. High snap. Pulled out of the air. Bajan steps up. going to loft a Nice tight spiral. Oh, it's underthrown, no. though. Intercepted by Murphy. 20, 25, 30. Hit from behind by Moore. Ball comes out in front of the Bears' bench at around the 44-yard line. Let's see what they say. The Bears aren't celebrating, so looks like Minnesota retained possession. Underthrown ball. Oh. The ruling on the field is an interception, a fumble,
5: and recovery by Minnesota.
1: First down. Uh, a little bit of everything. More bad than good for Tyson Bajant, as you would expect. For a Division II rookie playing in his first game, Who's and he's undrafted, uh, trying to lead a comeback, he had that uh, bad fumble, returned for a touchdown. He led them on a touchdown drive. Uh, that resulted in the sneak and then that uh, bad interception as they were driving. I was yeah. getting excited. Ooh, are we going to see this dramatic comeback? But no, uh, just before the two-minute uh, warning. I was even uh, suggesting that uh, should they have rushed before the two-minute warning? Should they had a full complement of timeouts? Zach's asking you guys. It came after the interception. I was wondering, though, in real time, should they have just taken it to a two-minute warning, taken a breath, Said let, let, let's let's think about all this, but then they tried to sneak in one more play before the two-minute warning, and it was a bad decision by Bajant. The interception happened, and uh more bad, and the Bears lose. And uh, another bad day on the lakefront, and the Bears lose 312-332-3776. I was out on my tire swing again, doing another video. My uh swing of sadness. Yeah. And um it's just it's it's just one thing after another with this Bears team. Every time you think they're ready to build and ready to to get something good, they can't fire a snap. You hear Tom Thayer in there react on that third play that Ooh. we played. In, oh yeah. Ooh. Like Ooh. You know, Justin too. Like Justin didn't do a lot of great things, but Justin's got to worry about a bad snap.
0: Over and over again. 5 times I I, I, I watched the film again. I believe there were five occasions when the snap was so bad. Like, there there was more than five bad snaps. But on five occasions, I believe, the snap directly affected the outcome of the entire play.
1: What are we doing here? Tyson Bajans, an undrafted uh, rookie, trying to lead a team back. He's got to worry about bad snaps. Like, what are we doing here? It's hard enough. Our quarterbacks are having a tough enough job processing, reacting, leading offense— and we can't fire
0: snaps. Isn't that kind of symbolic of who we are as yeah. a football team right, right now? Yes, yes. It's a we, b- can't, it, right. we can't snap the ball effectively. Yes, snap the effing ball. You can't run a play unless you can snap the ball efi- efficiently and effectively. You can't. I think Olin Krutz could do a better
1: job coming out of retirement at his age right now. I than, don't disagree. Than what we I don't have disagree. right yes. than what we have currently.
0: How can you snap it accurately? So many other times, but then every fourth snap is completely out of the. I don't know. Out of the the frame and body of the quarterback. Like who who are some of the most the, the wildest pitchers in Major League Baseball? That's who Cody Whitehair is. He's uh, who's the pitcher, the sidearm pitcher for the Cubs this year that always threw a, a wild pitch. Who they got from Kansas City? Quas, was it Quas, Quas. Yeah. He yeah. is Quas. Yeah. Because, cause every fourth pitch is to the backstop.
1: See, but pitching is harder than what a, 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 a like a long. What it's not even a long snap; it's shotgun snap. Yeah, like you should never get the long uh, shotgun snap. Obviously, bad.
0: I'm not looking for an apples to apples comparison. Right. I'm just you know what it, to is. it is.
1: Like this is what I was thinking. It's WMVP Chicago ESPN1000 W S hd H D2 Chicago. Like this used to drive me crazy. This drives me crazy now, even as an assistant little league coach under Dan Durkin.
8: My little league.